Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We have the rain continuing, but we have 52 degrees right now in District Heights, 50 degrees in Rockville. At 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. A nasty day to try and get to your Thanksgiving destination. WTOP is the commuter's best friend on this cold, rainy day. Stay with us for traffic and weather on the 8s. Flying with a newborn? Second guess yourself. I'm Neil Augenstein. Breaking news. A victory for gun rights in Maryland. The governor is disappointed. I'm Dick Iuliano. New developments on the crisis in the Middle East are the two sides close to a deal to free hostages. How did a car hit and kill two kids going to school? Police are still trying to determine that. I'm John Doman. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 55, NASDAQ off by 84. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is appealing to his war cabinet now and says a hostage deal with Hamas may be difficult, but it's the right decision. CBS's Margaret Brennan has details. It is a five to six page written agreement agreed to by Hamas and Israel is reviewing it right now. It would involve four day pauses in fighting for six hours of duration each day. During these windows of time, hostages would be released by Hamas. Children and women would be prioritized. And the U.S. is monitoring the deal's progress. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller. We are hopeful to have some good news for the hostages and their families. We're hopeful we can start bringing some of them home, but we are not quite there yet. The military confirms U.S. forces have been attacked in Iraq. Deputy Pentagon Press Secretary Sabrina Singh confirms that an al-Assad air base with U.S. and coalition forces was attacked by an Iranian-based militia with a missile, resulting in several non-serious injuries immediately. A U.S. military AC-130 aircraft in the area conducted a self-defense strike against an Iranian-backed militia vehicle. This self-defense strike resulted in some hostile fatalities. That's CBS's Allison Keyes. The Biden administration is also condemning a satellite launch by North Korea today. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The National Security Council calls it a brazen violation of multiple U.N. Security Council resolutions. Spokesperson Adrian Watson says it raises tensions and risks destabilizing the security situation. Analysts say the North could use that satellite to monitor U.S. activity in the Pacific. The holiday travel rush is on as the clock ticks closer to turkey time. CBS's Chris Van Cleves at Newark Airport. Daniela Giganti and her twins are on their way to Florida. Did you take them out of school early to beat the rush? Yes, yes. And to get, you know, a better fare. Let's be real. Fares are pretty high right now. The surge in holiday flights, peaking at nearly 50,000 scheduled departures tomorrow, is prompting the FAA to open airspace along the East Coast, usually reserved for the military to help ease congestion. Dozens of workers are still trapped in a collapsed tunnel in India. The first sight of the trapped workers after rescuers managed to push a camera to them through a narrow pipe. But tunneling expert Arnold Dix says work to drill a rescue shaft will remain slow. This is still an extremely dangerous environment. For now, a 200-foot pile of debris stands between the men and freedom. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. And a third victim has now died from extreme heat at Taylor Swift's shows in Brazil. In fact, meteorologists say the city broke heat records this weekend. The city, meaning Rio, it was 112 on Sunday. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 403 on WTOP on this Tuesday, November 21st, 2023, and we cannot escape this rain. We're at 49 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, your Thanksgiving getaway. Rain not expected to end until about midnight or later. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. We need the rain, but the timing is not very good with lots of holiday travel. We'll see the heaviest the rain moving through the evening, and we could be looking at upwards of one to two inches by the time this system draws to a close around midnight tonight. Stay with your First Alert weather station, WTOP, for traffic and weather on the 8th. Well, if you're not one of the 50 million or so expected on the roads today and tomorrow, you just might be in the air. Lots of people are going to fly, some of them for the first time, as we hear from, from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. Oh, we're super excited. Here at Dulles, this mom, her husband, and their newborn in a car seat are flying to New Orleans to be with their family for a week. Of course, with a baby, that means a lot of packing. Number one thing to always bring is a snack. For you? For dad. To make it easier to travel with a baby, apps can show you where pumping stations are. We took an Uber today and we put his little car seat in the Uber. So we didn't have to park the car or anything like that. So if you can find ways to make it easier. They'll be there tonight. She says 49 family members are confirmed for Thanksgiving dinner. At Dulles Airport, Neil Logenstein, WTOP News. Breaking news on WTOP, a federal appeals court has struck down Maryland's handgun licensing law. It's a victory for gun rights supporters and a disappointment for Maryland Governor Wes Moore. In a two-to-one ruling, the appeals court has found that Maryland's law requiring gun buyers to submit fingerprints and take a four-hour firearm safety course is unconstitutionally restrictive. Mark Pennock, president of the gun rights group We Shall Issue, which brought the lawsuit, says the ruling should be celebrated. This is a common sense decision. It reaffirms the right that's inherent and explicit in our Constitution. The state of Maryland has two weeks to request a rehearing, saying he's disappointed. Governor Wes Moore says his administration is looking at all options and reviewing the ruling. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 405, we are learning more about that deadly pedestrian accident. It killed two young kids in front of Riverdale Elementary yesterday morning in Riverdale Park. Prince George's County Police have identified the children. And police emphasize their investigation could take a long time to complete. Our story from WTOP's John Doman. 10-year-old Shalom Emba and 5-year-old Sky Sosa were both students at Riverdale Elementary. And school system superintendent Millard House says crisis counselors are there on what is the last day before Thanksgiving break. Crisis counselors virtually uh, as well for those students that did not make it to school today that might need professional support. Police Chief Malik Aziz says they have video of the crash, but warned this investigation doesn't move quick. And he says while they've been working to hire more crossing guards... It has been a challenge for Prince George's County. He says the fact a man was also hit yesterday leads him to believe that a crossing guard may not have stopped what happened. At police headquarters in Upper Marlboro, John Dome in WTOP News. 406, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, but we want to warn you about metro delays right around Christmas. During the week before and after Christmas, extensive on on the red line 
will disrupt service between DuPont Circle and Gallery Place stations. Shuttle buses will be running. Rail ridership dips by 40% during the holiday period. Now, when all the work is done, the stations will have sturdier concrete, new fiber optic cables, and better lighting. It's 4.07. Well, the lighting of the National Christmas Tree happens on November 30th, one of the great events here in D.C. The National Park Foundation will feature musical performances and the lighting on the ellipse at the White House in President's Park in D.C. This year's event will be hosted by American country artist Mickey Guyton. Uh, here's your list of other performers. They include Dion Warwick, Joe Walsh, St. Vincent, and Darren Chris. President Calvin Coolidge first celebrated the National Christmas Tree Lighting back in 1923. PBS will air the broadcast of the ceremony Friday, December 15th in the evening. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Millennials are flocking to Arlington. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Steady rain and heavy traffic. Rough combination for travelers this afternoon. Maryland and Virginia, Beltway soaked and slow. In Montgomery County, Interloop on the Georgia Avenue Hill got one stopped in the left lane past University Boulevard. Another rear ender was quickly moved out of the way. Lots of minor crashes and spin outs on the wet pavement so far this afternoon. On the southbound 270 ramped I-370 East, we're up to two of them now. The most recent spin out also blocking the left lane on the flyover. Take your time on the rain slicked merges. Have your headlights on. Have your expectations low. Lots of travel happening right now in the wet weather. Oxon Hill, south of the Beltway on 210. Traffic is heavy and slow beyond Wilson Bridge Drive. The crash called in along the right side. Miserably slow Bay Bridge bound on 50. Eastbound delays begin deep at Annapolis near exit 23, 450 and extend across the Severn River and the peninsula and Sandy Point onto the eastbound bridge span. And that's all you're working with. Two lanes shorebound, way too wet for two-way traffic. In Virginia on 66 and 395, soaked and slow stretches of traffic, 95. Lengthy volume delay, slowest southbound through Marine Corps Base Quantico, but in many other places. 66 westbound near the Plains exit 31. It is still only one lane to the left, getting by the EMS response to a crash. And in Montgomery County, part of MacArthur Boulevard remains blocked near Glen Echo and Mohican Road because of downed wires. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's find out how this holiday getaway forecast is going. Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Steady rain continues moving through the evening rush and then into the overnight with moderate heavy rain at times could be looking at upwards of one to two inches by the time things settle down around midnight tonight. At that point, temperatures are going to be around 60 degrees, will slowly fall overnight with our skies gradually clearing early tomorrow morning. Highs on your Wednesday will be in the 50s, gusts upwards of 30 miles per hour. We're dry Thanksgiving Day, highs around 55 to 60. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. Lots of yellow and green on our radar screen here this afternoon. Nobody is getting away from this rain for now. We're at 50 in Manassas, 52 Metro Center downtown, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
WTOP at 410, Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Minutes from the Federal Reserve's last interest rate meeting show policymakers were unanimous in agreeing to proceed carefully on any other future rate hikes. Wall Street traders have cut odds of another hike to near zero with bets rate cuts could start as soon as May. The CEO of crypto exchange Binance has stepped down and will pay $50 million fine after pleading guilty to money laundering. The exchange itself will pay a $4 billion fine. Binance was accused of allowing more than a million transactions involving customers in Iran and Hamas. Millennials are on the move. Census data shows 25% of 25 to 44-year-olds moved to a different city last year. Arlington makes the top 10, ranked number 6. New millennials made up 12% of the population additions uh, last year. Millennials make up a total of almost 40% of Arlington's overall population. The Dow ends the day down 63 points. The S&P 500 index down just 9. The Nasdaq down 85. That was a half percent. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Save on autumn veg favorites at Whole Foods Market. Get 32 ounces of Brussels sprouts for $4.99 with Prime through November 23rd. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up, you heard Jeff just talk about it. A huge cryptocurrency founder pleads guilty to federal money laundering charges. We'll talk with CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge about it coming up in moments. It's 412. Every success you've had began with opportunity. Now there's another one. At University of Maryland Global Campus, we provide no-cost digital resources to replace textbooks in most courses. And that's not all. You'll receive your accredited online education at an affordable tuition with a choice from more than 125 degree and certificate programs. With online and hybrid courses, get everything you need to succeed again. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Dominion Jewelers creates custom jewelry that pleases for every occasion. Because I wanted to get her something unique and original for the holidays this year. Because the birth of our first child only happens once in a lifetime. Because celebrating 20 years is something special. Just because I love her. Hurry, there's still time before the holidays to create your one-of-a-kind gift. Handcrafted, custom-made jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. How can federal agencies address cyber vulnerabilities while also transforming operations? One smart approach is attack surface management, explains Maximus's Michael Sieber, Senior Director of Cybersecurity in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. When it comes to digital transformation, you're looking at a bunch of integration of different software, hardware type activity for security. Some things are going to be interoperable out of the box. Others are going to take some configuration. That's the danger, that misconfiguration, making sure that things are integrated across the board. Attack surface management is where you're trying to make sure that you can see your entire network, understand what the risk is based on the vulnerability that's there and prioritize that. Make sure that you're addressing the high risk items first, and then you're mitigating so that there is less attack room for an adversary to gain access to your networks. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. Coming up, the commanders are back at practice looking to put the Giants debacle behind them. And an NFL All-Pro player is released. Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. 
It's Toyotathon, Toyota's biggest event of the year. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make Toyotathon shopping twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. With just a click, twice the Toyotathon selection, twice the Toyotathon savings, and all backed by the incredible customer service of these two Beltway Toyota superstores. Bring your trade to save even more. Everyone knows the best Toyota deals are at year end. The Thon is on. Shop Toyotathon at twicethechoices.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 4.15. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. The founder of Binance, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges, has agreed to plead guilty, pay a $50 million fine, and step down as chief executive of the company he created. This is another setback for the crypto industry after the collapse of FTX last year. CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge joins us live on Skype after hearing the announcement at the Justice Department today. Catherine, good to have you back on. What makes this case in particular stand out, this Bayance case? Well, it's the largest enforcement action by the Justice Department and other financial agencies of the U.S. government against a cryptocurrency firm. And specifically, it's alleged and the CEO has pleaded guilty to felony charges of essentially money laundering and creating a platform that was used to launder money uh, with terrorist organizations, possibly even Hamas, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and to bust sanctions, in this case, Iran. What specifically caught the attention of federal investigators when they started looking into this? Justice Department officials uh, told reporters that they have been routinely monitoring uh, these platforms and that it was what amounted to a pattern of behavior, that there wasn't even the basic guardrails in place to enforce U.S. banking regulations. In simple terms, it was like the Wild West, and they were not following even the most basic requirements, which is something called suspicious activity reporting. And it's designed to highlight transactions that may, in fact, may be the, the laundering of money to terrorist organizations and other criminal syndicates. Catherine, any dominoes, other dominoes expected to fall in this company? I think that's one of the most interesting elements. Uh, The CEO uh, has been removed. Uh, He may face uh, jail time, though it does seem somewhat limited. But I think the real teeth in this are going to be uh, a requirement of the company to go back and to document all of the suspicious activity reporting over a multi-year period. And this will generate additional investigations. And we're talking about everything from uh, drug trafficking, Uh, violation of foreign sanctions, specifically Iran, the financing of terrorist organizations, uh, as well as a number of criminal entities on the dark web. So this prosecution may ultimately be sort of the seed that's planted that leads to many more in the future. Catherine, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Catherine Harridge, CBS Senior Investigative Correspondent. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Well, this is one of the busiest travel days of the year. The weather is making it tough on all of us behind the wheel and in the skies. And we continue to follow the breaking developments. How close are Israel and Hamas to a hostage release deal? Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It is 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. It's been a difficult 
travel day, so to speak, Dave Dildine, but it's probably only going to get worse, right? Yeah, you can say that again. It is not the best getaway weather today. A lot of folks are getting away. In fact, Tuesday tends to be one of the worst days, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. But I think the forecast and the ongoing steady rain will probably put a lot more traffic on the roads tomorrow with Plan B in mind. Now, having said that, we got to get through today, whether you're traveling or just commuting, trying to get home from work. It's a slow one on the Beltway. We've had a lot of minor incidents. We've had a lot of single vehicle crashes, spin outs in the wet weather. One on the Interloop in Maryland after University got cleared in the backup. Someone stalled in the left lane on the hill toward Georgia Avenue. We're up to two spin outs on the southbound 270 flyover for 370 East. Uh, the second of which is still blocking the left lane on that merge. Merges are going to be rain slicked. You're taking your time. You've got your headlights on. And this steady rain has led to some shallow ponding on roadways. In fact, in the poor drainage areas, the water's getting a little deeper at the Purple Line Project at Tacoma Langley Crossroads. Some fairly deep water at the big New Hampshire Avenue University Boulevard intersection. So just another hazard to be aware of this afternoon. 50, it is miserably slow. Eastbound from near 450 parole all the way to the Bay Bridge because of the wet weather. No chance of two-way traffic today. In wind or rain, eastbound drivers lose a lane. It's the reversible lane. And unfortunately, shorebound, it's going to take a long time. 210 southbound south of Wilson Bridge Drive. The crash was along the right side. In Bethesda, a portion of MacArthur Boulevard still closed near Mohican Road because of downed wires. In Virginia, on 395, northbound after King Street, crash involving a bus, right side blocked. 95, lengthy volume delays, especially through Prince William and Stafford counties, notwithstanding the 95 express lanes extension. 66, slow inside and outside the Beltway, well west, a traffic jam toward the Plains. And uh, over Old Tavern Road, it's only one left lane getting by the crash, but they're getting it on the right shoulder as we speak. We're brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, celebrating all veterans of the armed forces because your service inspires theirs, our members of the mission, insured by NCUA. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's bring in 7 News First Alert meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Veronica, talk us through this tough getaway day. I mean, this is going to hang around for quite a while, huh? For several more hours, you're so right, Dimitri, here. So we've got uh, a soaking rain out there already. We've gotten a third to a half inch of rain throughout the area. And we're looking at another inch uh, potentially by the time it all ends between midnight and 2 a.m. So it's going to be steady. It's going to be moderate and heavy. And that means more ponding, more reduced visibility out on the roads and uh, definitely a slow go. And there could even be some isolated instances of flooding because of what's fallen already. Now, it's not a high chance of ground flooding but there is still a possibility, so keep that in mind. And wind advisory, 6 p.m. until 3 a.m. for Calvert and for St. Mary's County. So count on the wet weather. Wipers are going to be going even uh, faster than they have maybe earlier today. That does include the entire I-95 corridor, Philadelphia up toward New York City and even south, down through areas like Richmond and heading into North Carolina. So the rain coming to an end by 2 a.m. Our temperatures between 53 and 57 degrees this evening by morning, about 45 to 52. Your wind Wednesday, about 53 to 60 degrees. So it is going to be more seasonal for tomorrow. As we clear out, we've got sunshine in the forecast, but still a breezy day with some gusts expected around 30 miles per hour. Calmer winds for Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, 57 degrees the high temperature. It will be starting out in the 30s, but at least it is going to be dry now for the rest of the week. And the rest of the travel uh, conditions are expected to be pretty nice as we go even through the weekend. 48 degrees right now in Germantown, Maryland, 50 degrees in Fairfax and 52 in the district. All right, Veronica, thanks. Coming up on WTOP. What to do with that Thanksgiving food you wish didn't end up on your plate? 
I'm Scott Gelman. 422. You found the perfect assisted living community for your mom and dad. They're excited about moving into their beautiful new community. But you should know a few important things about assisted living and independent living communities. Residents often have care and safety needs beyond the scope of services available in these settings. To make community living practical, they may need more. Warman Home Care can help. Warman provides supplemental care for your parents at an assisted living facility, allowing them to enjoy their community, their new friends, and their convenient amenities. We offer personal care, including bathing, grooming, toileting, and dressing. We can even help with medication reminders, meal prep, fall prevention, light housekeeping, and more. Each of our clients has a customized one-on-one care plan prepared by our registered nurses. Your loved ones will enjoy their new community, and you will have peace of mind knowing you have warm and home care on their side learn more at warmandhomecare.com. For 80 years, WEPA has offered group term life insurance coverage to help support the health, welfare, and financial well-being of civilian federal employees. Current and former feds enjoy up to $1.5 million in coverage at rates designed exclusively for you. And with full portability, this coverage is yours to keep, even if you change jobs or retire. See why 46,000 feds choose WEPA to be there for life's biggest moments. Visit waepa.org to learn more. WEPA. For feds, by feds. This is WTOP News. 423. A Montgomery County high school principal is wrapping up a 30-year career, and he is the second to leave in the school system mid-year. Mark Cohen, Seneca Valley High School principal, has led the school for nearly 14 years, but he's leaving at the end of the month. He's got 30 years in education. The plan all along was to retire at the end of the school year. It's, it's always a little messy when you leave in the middle of the year, but it happens all the time. But Cohen is the second county high school principal to announce he's leaving. The Clarksburg High School principal is retiring effective January 1st. Do the mid-year departures signal a problem? Cohen says he can't speak for others, but that he got a great opportunity. I started looking at different options and different 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 consulting firms. I've, I've, I've done some a fair amount of that work over the years uh, through a national organization. And one of them matched. In Germantown, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 424, well, sometimes you may have to eat the dried-out turkey or bland green beans just to keep someone at the Thanksgiving table happy. But WTOP Scott Gelman says some people don't go that far to just appease someone. My least favorite Thanksgiving food is green beans, and I just refuse to take them. That was Anna's first answer when I asked her about her least favorite Thanksgiving food here outside Tyson's Corner Center. But then she really thought about it. Are any of the fake meat stuff? How do those taste? Fake, I don't know, not good. (laughs) It turns out some people like Swanee don't like regular foods on major holidays. But one year I had rice and it was like, I don't know, different. What do you do with the rice when you end up with it on your plate? Do you like slide it off? Do it, you know, eat a little bit of it, put a little bit of gravy on there, it makes it better. Jessica is from Germany and says there's still one Thanksgiving food that she's getting used to. My least favorite food is probably turkey. If it's too dry, I don't like it. What do you do when it ends up on your plate? Do you give it to the dog, throw it away? Leave it on the plate. At Tyson's Corner Center, Scott. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dry turkey equals lots more gravy. Yeah. Okay. That's a simple equation. Okay. Okay. Commanders in Dallas. 
that's uh, usually equals a loss. Uh, they're two and eight on Thanksgiving Day against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, but uh, they are uh, practicing on what would uh, otherwise be an off day because of the short week. So, uh, Sam Al, what did Ron Rivera say to you about the turnover fill loss to the Giants Sunday? He just, you know, told me, you know, just keep my head up. Um, we 